But anyway, he, the guy who cut my hair, I bonded with him so much. Like he's mm. got a little son. He was chatting to me about that. Like literally the safest guy, which mm. half the reason we, I was so late is because we were just chatting so much. Um, and I thought like, yes, I found my barber in London. Because yeah. it had been a bit of a search before yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he so genuinely was like, look, even if you don't like it, come back any day um, in the next few weeks and I'll touch it up for free. Mm. Um, Jeez. And then because he didn't take that much off because he was like, I think you should grow your hair, blah, 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 blah. He didn't even charge me full price. Like literally he's a legendary guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Remember his name? Yeah, yeah. Huss. I'll Huss. shout him out. Huss. Yeah. Um, so then anyway, I get home. My dad's like, oh yeah, Carlos, your hair's looking well nice. Blah, 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 blah. He's like, where'd you get it done? I was like, oh, up in Hackney, like trying to keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah, and he, keep it he's just like, your no, thing. Man. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Going on for like the next couple of days. Like, yeah, where'd you get this? Tra- oh, he's like, what? He's trained by Tony and Guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's a proper professional. And then he goes in. Do you go in with him? No, no, no. So a couple of weeks later, my dad's gone in to visit him and get a trim. Yeah. Comes back and he's just like furious. His hair's too short, apparently. <laughs> At, like it's literally a perfectly fine haircut yeah, yeah, yeah. but my dad doesn't like it yeah and he's walking around the house he's like yeah this flipping idiot he's, he's <laughs> taking too much off oh yeah he's, oh your guy man he's oh he's such an idiot man he's so all over the place blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> he's like yeah look what he's done to my hair look what he's done this was about two and a half months ago he still comes downstairs sometimes says look how out of shape it is because of your 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 barber he's still looking around with that night tick in the back <laughs> So honestly, two weeks ago, this is a good two months after he's got this trim. He was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go back to Huss. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, why? He goes, well, I'm going to have to tell him to sort it out. <laughs> and I was like, are you going to pay him? He was like, no. I was like, dad, I found the nicest barber who's done the best trim on my hair and you've blown up the spot for me. You ruined everything. So now I'm basically oh. feeling too awkward about it to go back because... When are we going to get your dad so on did the he podcast? Go back? No, I, I, I said, you can't go back. You've just ruined it for me. Mm. But now I'm feeling too awkward to go back and him be like, yeah, man, I've fucked up your dad's hair. So... You can just... Yeah. I don't yeah. know you get out of that one, actually. So it's I think... the dilemmas section. Though. It's a very big... Di- I think from now on, just don't recommend your barber. Keep it between you. Yeah, it's true, actually. I think me and my dad asked for very different things when we go to the barbers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when are we going to get you done on the podcast, Carlos? I think that's an impossible task. I think that would be absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> it's such a hard task. <laughs> All right, welcome to uh, Yes Another Flicks Radio. Uh, we've got Carlos and Joe with me. How are you doing? Very well, very well. Flooding the market. Flooding the market, yeah. This is, just to let you know, uh, this should be dropping pretty soon after I say these words, and we have been giving you so much content recently, and that is thanks to the boy sat to my right, Joe Condon, producer Joe, editor Joe. How you doing, mate? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Working flat um, out. Yeah, yeah. Unemployment as extremely per, well. As per. Um, but yeah, no, I'd actually just like to start, just go like, like straight off the bat, do you know what I mean? Yeah, go on then. Um, Carlos sent me a message earlier today. And he was like, "Oh dear, mate, I woke up on the wrong side of bed this morning." But do you know what? I've watched three episodes of Gasworks, and I've like, I don't know, like had a tea or something, and now, <laughs> and now I'm flying. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what? Um, shortly before you lot arrived, um, at the Deluxe Studio, yeah, state of the art, yeah. Um, I watched. I sat down and I watched the the latest episode of Gasworks. Like, I'm not a regular Gasworks listener. Are you not? I'm not a regular Gasworks uh, listener. I'm really, watcher, but. 
I watched this one because you literally like couldn't not. There was like a, a, a like ridiculous amount of chat about it on on Twitter. Yeah, um, they absolutely smashed it this time. So I watched it and I feel shit, mate. <laughs> oh! Before we go into that, you know what that made me think of when you said it's it's pretty predictable that Carlos will say something like. Yeah, I've had a shit day, but I had like a bean on toast and <laughs> with my dad, and now I feel great. But uh, you, do you remember when we went to we all went Copenhagen to meet Theo when he was out there? And halfway through pre's, you're into a little secret now, listener. This is for your benefit only because everyone in this room knows what I'm about to say. Um, halfway through pre's, Joe's head went com- <laughs> went completely, completely red. Like there's no other way of putting it. He went shiny as well. Yeah. He went red and sh- he looked like... He looked like a shootout filler. card in 2003. <laughs> I was going to say he looked like, like Darius, one of those... He looked like Darius Vassell. He looked like an air floater, like the, one of those shiny ones from the newsagent. <laughs> one of those footballs that you just kick and it goes all around the world. He also looked like he was really like wise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and, well, at that point I didn't have any hair as well, so you know what? <laughs> like, people with no hair look really wise. So. Yeah, that's true actually. Um, but yeah, now let me tell it from my perspective. Uh, do you know what? Like it was, it was an allergic reaction to like air or something, and like <laughs> <laughs> to the punters, like I must seem like a really like allergy prone, an allergy, an allergy prone. Yeah, you lose but... your voice. <laughs> You're allergic to air. We've got some unbelievable feedback from that voice loss. By yeah, the way. yeah, yeah. It's been good to be fair. Like I mean, anyway, back to Copenhagen. You were yeah. So your head had swollen up. Yeah, halfway head... through pre's, out of nowhere as well, and we were in a room with a lot of people that didn't, we didn't know. And suddenly Theo's mate from home sat there with his head swollen up. Yeah. Um, there are... Actually, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you No, say? no, there are some pictures of it, which obviously I would love to show the partners, but I mean, I'm not going to show them because it's embarrassing. <laughs> All right. Um, if we get to... If we, if we, when we smash 5,000 listens on this episode, we'll put it up on the Instagram account. That's, that's to you out there. Deal. I mean, I think we should just post it with the episode link yeah that should be this should be the poster for this episode but yeah. no, five thousand listens and we'll unlock it yeah i mean it's just, i mean the chances are just as likely either way so absolutely fine anyway so you're sat there and your head swelling up then what happened when i went outside for a fag <laughs> <laughs> i went outside when i was for some fresh air with toby and it just went you know what i mean and we had a blinder oh god that, that brings back some bad memories oh, <laughs> Just because... That's one of the best nights I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, that was actually, was stage diving. Yes, yeah, that was, it was, that was good, that was good, that was asking good. Asking but... to put on, yet again, the second time in this series that we've spoken about Mr. Saxo Beat, I was asking the DJ in some dingy little techno place in back end of Copenhagen to put Mr. Saxo Beat on. He told me to fuck off. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you deserve it. <laughs> Comments like that. I have no place in techno places. <laughs> um, what a punt. Yeah, um... Yeah, the the journey back from I don't know about what your journeys were like, but I had the worst journey back ever from Copenhagen. It's literally right really? up there with the worst journeys of my entire life. What it's happened? Terrible. So we went to on the last night. Mm. We went to some. It was some some dub rave or something. Oh hello. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and obviously, <laughs> I had uh, I'd booked a train a, a flight back at like silly silly o'clock. <laughs> And we got back to our mates, Theo's, and yeah. slept for like 45 minutes. Mm. Worst decision of my life. Crap. Like, obviously woke up like groggy as hell. I mean, groggy as hell doesn't even cut it. But anyway, woke up in a state. I'm pretty sure, yet again, I was sick at that moment. Yeah. I just oh. remembered I had a uh, stroke of genius that night. Because everyone went back to Theo's flat, which was like a one bed, yeah. like a studio flat. 
and then there's there nowhere really to sleep. Everyone's all curled up in in like all these kind of weird yeah. shapes on the sofa. Yeah, and I just walked out of his flat and went went to the flat next door and pushed it open. And it was, yeah, because they'd all gone home for I could Christmas see, or something. Before we left, we saw this like um, student moving out with all their boxes. Yeah. So I just thought, you know what, that that place has been vacated. So I just went in, opened, did a bit of squatting, and slept there. Good for night's the night. sleep. Yeah, it was a great night's sleep. Good. Oh, lucky good. for some. Lucky for some. Yeah. Anyway. I um, managed to get to the airport. <clears throat> managed to get to the going, airport. Voice is going again, punters. And uh, yeah, got my flight, and I was I was so hanging on this flight. <laughs> I was like chatting to people. <laughs> I, was, like, chatting to, I was like chatting to the people around me. <laughs> and then, you know, when you feel like kind of strangely good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it all you're came, still a bit levered. It all came crashing down, and I went and I threw up in the. Um, toilet on the plane. Mile high sick. Yeah, mile high. Oh, yeah, mile high. Club, mile high yeah. sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a laugh. Yeah, and then it that really doesn't stop there. It was at Luton. Got back to Luton. Luton Parkway. Got the coach from Luton to Victoria, and mm. this I was still a student in Bristol at this point, mm. so had to get another coach Straight from Victoria to Bristol, and traipsed home after I got home at like seven, eight. It was it was like terrible. It was terrible. That's anyway, wait, 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 Joe. So I'm not going to name any names, but there was a girl in my sixth form who we like realised had a bit of a trait of being a story topper. Yeah. So someone could say like, oh yeah, I had a nice little family barbecue the other day. She'd be like, oh yeah, well we actually had a whole family festival. <laughs> like one of those type of people. <laughs> and like if someone, we, we had this joke that like if someone said they went on holiday, She'd be like, well, yeah, I went on holiday to the moon. Like, every, every, anytime someone And I'll just shout her out? No, nah, it's all right. But um, that's, I, like, that's how big we're getting, by the way, punters. You won't even do it. I'm going to play the role of the story topper this time. All right. Because I think I can beat Joe's worst ever journey home. When after it, three, was it three months we went into Alien or three weeks? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. Three weeks. After three weeks of interrailing when we were uh, 18 or 17, mm. um, I had not a single penny left in my account. Absolutely, like no money whatsoever. Yeah. And we left. I left Amsterdam a day before everyone else because I was just so done with it all. Mm. And so my coach back to London from Amsterdam was at seven a.m. Something like that. So I got up, left everyone. They were all still still sleeping. And um, I got on the bus to get my mega bus, and I was like to the guy, the bus driver, let me know where to get off. Like blah blah blah. This is where I need to go. It's like okay, cool. I know. I know you. So you know to get off where. Um, outside or in no I'm in Amsterdam yeah and I was I said to the bus driver let me know where to get off so that I can get my coach it was like the, the place where all the coaches oh you had to get two separate coaches yeah so I had to oh, get a, like see. a normal yeah, to city get to bus the place. To, oh, right, yeah, at yeah. like 7am yeah so I'm on the bus and then the guy said he was going to tell me he just didn't tell me so <laughs> I watched myself going past my National Express or Megabus whatever it was down the motorway for a good like a good amount of time so I was like, went up to the guy, I was like, what are, you, what are you doing? He was like, he just like mugged me off. Yeah, yeah. So I jump off and then the only way I could get back there in time is if I walked quickly down the motorway <laughs> in the opposite direction on the little bit of grass, <laughs> like down the motorway. Yeah. So it's like 7am now, so like just after seven, I'm walking backwards down the motorway in Amsterdam. Yeah. And then this police car comes like skirting up off, off the like motorway, like stop me, start screaming at me in Dutch. I just like put my hands up. I was like, look, 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 I'm, I'm English. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm trying to get home. Yeah. 
And they were like, well, what the hell are you doing walking on the motorway? Do you know how dangerous this is? This yeah. is ridiculous. And I, was, I just like played the dumb tourist. I was like, I'm so sorry. And then they eventually told me to get oh, in. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> they told me to get in. Um, so I get in the police car and they drive me to my bus. Oh, that's nice. So then anyway, long story short, I'm on this National Express for 24 hours it took me door to door. In that 24 hours, oh, that's class. the only water I had was in the service station toilet out of the sink because I literally, I couldn't buy anything, had no money. And then, um, to make matters worse, because the train, the uh, coach comes in through Belgium and then comes up through Kent. Yeah. So I'm like coming up through Kent and I literally go past my house in South East London <laughs> and it drives me all the way to Victoria and I had to get a train back. Anyway, yeah, so Jarting Tom, <laughs> I might have you on that one, but... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's all right. There's nothing worse than going past the place you've got to be at. It always happens it's in this area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awful, that. Um, but yeah, we were chatting about... So you've had quite a lightning start to this episode. But we were originally chatting about the episode of Gasworks that's gone viral. Um, I'm a massive... I'm, a, I'm a, a big Gasworks head, it's got to be said. But I actually haven't seen this episode yet. And I don't even know who African Child is. I don't know him either. So basically, well, he's, he's not a musician, is he? He claims he is, but he's this guy from Peckham who's basically just on Insta Live all day beefing people. Oh. So he'll be, you know, like Russ. He was like this. He he has a lot of Insta beef and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but joke. Um, African child. He's like I don't know how old he is. He looks about fifty, yeah. but he's in mad. He shape. looks like that. Um, remember that Lazio player that looked like eighty four, but it turned out he was sixteen. <laughs> he looks exactly like that guy. So that is such a good shout. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Thanks. But yeah, he just. Beefed, I'm gonna find that person's name. Hang on, he beefs people on Insta Live all day, and the recent like famous beef that he had is that he told some guy to go to Burgess Park in Peckham, and have. And he said he had his boxing gloves in his bag, ready to have a fight, but the guy turned up with someone else and said he was gonna film it, so he just dropped his bag and jumped in a civilian's car, just a random car, and got out of there. Um, and yeah, watch the episode to see how he explains it, but. Yeah, but anyway, I'm going to come Fair in enough. on that. Cheers, Carlos. His name was Joseph Minola, by the way. First time thinking of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's aged, if that was possible. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyway. anyway. Yeah, back to Gasworks. Yeah, I always find it a little bit pretentious sounding when people talk about like energy and like people's like bad energy. But this guy had a terrible energy. <laughs> he was so... Um, Oh God, he made me feel like like just like worried and like generally yeah, genuinely yeah. just like horrible. Yeah. Um he was took everything as an insult and basically anything that any of them said, he was like, What are you asking me about my life? Like, my life's my life. <laughs> like all this shit. It's like, mate, it's like come on man, people they've come there to interview you, like yeah, why are you yeah. being so confrontational? But obviously like he's got a persona, like he's got this he's obviously got something he's, like, he's like not okay upstairs yeah, basically nah. that i came away from it after a bit of it i was after half of it i was thinking all right this guy's just an idiot but by the end i thought wow we like this guy's it's actually quite sad because mm. this guy's got obviously got something wrong with him i actually yeah so i watched that today yeah and a recent story that it kind of reminded me of was when kanye west everything was getting on top for kanye west and he was coming out of all that crazy stuff in the media because yeah, you can kind of put someone on a big platform and let them express themselves like this. It's free, free. They're free to do that. Yeah. But in a way, I did think that like 
People are just using it for their gain. Yeah, are you exploiting the fact that this guy's clearly not yeah, for views. completely stable right now so that you can get views? Yeah. But in the episode, I think that Poet, maybe he just wasn't up for taking part in this like ridiculous conversation. Yeah. But I think he's quite he's actually quite an interesting character, that poet. Yeah, he seems good, but here I think Alhan completely just like showed how much more intelligent and like better at like reading yeah, people and situations is because Poet storms off, yeah. but Alhan just takes the mick. As yeah. the interviewer, I, I mean, I, I'm not an expert in interviewing at all, but as an interviewer... Well, like, as, a, as, a, as a broadcast from London's fastest growing podcast, I'm sure you know a thing or two about yeah, it. I, yeah, I mean, I do kind of fall into the Don't category. But anyway, down. anyway, I think he, he, he's kind of like failed at like rule number one. Like you, you can't let the interviewee like get on get top, on top of, of you yeah. to the point that you walk out. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously, if you think fortunately, he's catering to a crowd that are probably gonna be like, no, I like rate that, rate that. But yeah, if if you imagine like flipping like Jeremy Paxman like walking out on an, do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> not to, not to compare Jeremy Paxman and poet, but you, you get what I mean. <laughs> no, Alham wiped the floor with him because yeah. I'm sorry, but <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. he's, a, he's... That everything that everything that boy touches will turn to gold. Mate, he's 19. Forever. Yeah. He's and 19. Ridiculous. You know he got his first job by emailing Vice every day. <laughs> it's in, it's insatiable. He's incredible. I actually rate him so much. He is genuinely a funny funny boy. Yeah, well. he's hilarious. And he just showed his intelligence because he was like, I'm going to... He read the situation, took himself out of it and thought, right, I'm dealing with someone who's just volatile as hell. Yeah. I can keep on their good books, but also show that I'm not condoning it. Also make jokes out of it. Like mm. he, he played it unbelievably, but yeah, poet. But yeah, it's, it's worth a watch, listener. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Lewis, I'm looking at you right now. Yeah. And I can see you got a very, very loud trim. Have I? I'm surprised the listeners can't hear it. <laughs> so that'll be the tinnit as you wake up with tomorrow morning, listeners. How was your How was your barbershop experience today? Actually, I'm glad you ask. Uh, I had a sensational barber experience. Sensational. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I think they've taken a little bit too much off the front, but we can get over that. And for the story that they gave me, it will make up for it. Otherwise, Joe, it was the place that we've been to um, down the road that we have to book into. Yeah, I went uh, there today as well. Went there today. Yeah, yeah. Who do you have? Casper. Yeah, Casper. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, tea. So it's the one with the thing in the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm What's real. the thing on the back of his head? No, no. no, no got, like, one it, of them like slits, but on the back. No, oh, okay. it's like a. Named it looks Tariq. a bit like a. Kind of in the shape of a diamond supplied, like yeah. diamond. That he's, kind a, of he's a he's a wavy guy. I'm not gonna lie. He pulls it off. Yeah, he pulls it off. He pulls it off. He's a uh, part. He said he's part Yugoslavian. I was like, nobody will say that anymore. Wow. Part Yugoslavian, part Afghani. And then he was saying that he was uh, he meant to be on holiday for the last two weeks with his missus, who's um, he's engaged to, also known as fiance. Um, but uh, he was like, yeah, we were supposed to go to Turkey, and because it was my my. Uh, fiance is really nervous to fly and so we have to tra- wherever we travel we have to travel business class so she has space and she can get up and walk around she's a genius she's a genius yeah she's, she's absolutely ge- smashed she knows it. what she's doing she's smashed it um and then he was like yeah but uh so they, they cost like th- three thousand pounds collectively for us to have like two legs of business class like yeah that's mad but anyway um and then he was like but we got there basically it turns out that i couldn't go to turkey and i was like oh how come what happened and then he's like oh um uh, I got called up. My visa was uh, rejected. They called me in for a meeting, and um, basically I'm on the banned list and I'm not allowed into Turkey. So at that moment I was like, "Oh, this this place got a bit more to it." And then I thought, "This is interesting." Um, obviously, my uh, broadcast journalism 
uh, Flix Radio side kicked in. I thought I can get a good story out of this. Um, and, I, and I have. Uh, so I was like, all right, so why do they, they must have told you why you were banned then? He was like, yeah, I've just, I've done some silly things like when I was younger. Um, and I was expecting him to say like, like actually like not like dangerous stuff. He's like, yeah, I was just, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a bit of a prankster. <laughs> and I was like, all right, tell me, tell me more. Um, he's like, okay, so yeah, the first time, um, I'm going to tell the story in chronological order. So it'll make sense at the end. Cause it's just the way that he said it to me. Cause it was like putting it, putting it together while I was sat there thinking about how much he's taken off my fringe. But anyway. Um, and then he was like, yeah, I went to Turkey about I don't know, eight years ago with my friends. Um, and we used to like prank each other, but nothing too like major, just like the way like friends would kind of thing. Uh, and one night it was when it wasn't eight years ago. It was when the coop was happening. Remember there was a little anti uh, yeah, coop yeah, yeah, that yeah. went on and it was like snuffled out in a couple of days, but it seemed a bit, bit, uh, important at the time. Um, and his friend had waked them all up by putting like little cherry bombs in their hotel room like one of the nights and then like pretending that there was like a mass, like a big like invasion of their hotel going on and they all had to run out and like basically naked. And then it was like 7am for breakfast and everyone was like, oh, and it was a bit of a laugh. I was like, oh, it's quite ballsy, but a bit of a prank. And he was like, okay. And then he was like, yeah, so we, we got him back by um, dressing up, <laughs> dressing up as ISIS two night, two nights later, um, putting like covering all of our faces, running into his room, beating him, <laughs> Beating him until he was bruised all over, dragging dragging him out, putting a sock in his mouth and dragging him into the lobby. And then obviously because all this is getting on, the hotel had like called the police. So then they were like confronted with proper serious, serious like Turkish, Turkish um, Istanbul police. Uh, and he was like, yeah, so then we got arrested. We explained that it was a joke. So nothing too major happened. But um Basically, it now means that, like, whatever happens, like, there is no way I can get back into Turkey again. I was like, oh, fuck, that's so sad. Blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, um, yeah, but to be honest, like, I did it. It was like I died doing the thing that I love because I was a, I am a prankster. And I was like, who <laughs> <laughs> like, speaks that? Then? <laughs> then he was like, yeah, I used to, I started my own YouTube channel, um, which got 1.2 million subscribers. No way. And I've just, and I've just, we just sold it as a group for two million pounds. Swear to God. God, no. you know the thing called it's called Trolls Troll Nation, something like that. Do you remember that? On the, on the tube a lot. Yeah, on the tube, and there was one video which he showed me while I was there. Basically, there's a few videos that he, he was what I was watching while I was sat in the chair. One was when they go up to uh, a bloke at Buckingham Palace. One of their friends dresses as one of like the guards, like the official kind of touristy guards, and then another person comes up and is trying to like, do the thing of like distract him and make them because they're not allowed to move at all. And then the guard starts beating the shit out of him. And it like got like 52 million views. I'd actually seen it before. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's my friend. This is me here. Da, 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 da. All of it adds up completely. He's been on BBC News like 10 times. And then I was like, surely like, how do you even... And then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then because um, now I'm getting married and I've come out, he's like 30 now. He's like, now I'm coming out of that stage. I'm going to leave it behind me. I was going to sell it. going to move on. Da, 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 da. Um, and I got approached by like a Russian oligarch's son to buy the YouTube channel off me. So it's worth tons because it's like... You get there's so much money, like YouTube money, when you're getting like a million views, is huge. 
Uh, and then he was like, yeah, I can tell like this is, this is kind of blown you away a bit. Got up his internet banking app. He's like, yeah, I got the last installment of it the other day. Got up his internet banking app, just put it in front of me. There was literally on the screen in front of me was £380,000 had just entered his account five days ago. Oh my God. And he's just like now sat, he's like, yeah, I just, I've, um, I'm thinking of a new property to buy. I've got me and my fiance, I've just bought us a £1.5 million house in Crystal Palace. I'm thinking of like divulging it and getting a new place. My fiance's family are pretty like doing well for themselves as well. So it's like, Obviously, you should never judge a book by its cover, but you go in to like see like a barber's that's just opened quite recently. He's not like the one that owns it, just like cutting hair and having a chat. And suddenly you find out he's like been on BBC like ten times. He's banned from like four countries, and he's worth like multiple million pounds. That that explains the diamond in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was said honestly. The next time I know you're loyal to Casper, but the next time if you can get Tariq, just go and have a chat with him because he's oh, honestly sensational. Yeah, I've got to life. say the um. The chat with Casper's drying up. <laughs> <laughs> He's been telling me about his uh, drag racing <laughs> for the last couple of times I've been there. Isn't he? Isn't he the one that said that he started just like getting a bit of money and going mad and going gauchos like four times a week? Yeah, yeah. He used to <laughs> before he was saving up to um, what do you call it? Pimp out his car. Yeah. <laughs> he was going gauchos for four days a week with his missus. Um, oh, it's super. But yeah, now he's 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 not at work next weekend because him and his mates are going to this um, drag racing event in Kent. Oh, that sounds unreal. Um, and they stay in tents. Yeah, but um, it's like a fizzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's drag racing, by the way, because yeah. he, he's done up his car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if he wins, he can go back to Gauchos. Yeah. Par- <laughs> apparently, uh, Retro Two's performing there. No oh, way. Yeah, yeah. Any so. DMB. Most likely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, most likely. I imagine Monster are going to have quite a big unit on, on site. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's about it. That's, I don't, that really about need to, it? don't really need to say any more about Casper. Yeah. Well, if you, if you, if it, if it, if the opportunity provides itself that you can go and sit in Tariq's chair, just go and sit in it for a bit. That'd be a bit brain. awkward if I go now and I don't go yeah, in Casper's Yeah, if Casper, if Casper's like out dragging or something. Yeah, maybe I'll, fair, I'll go it's... next weekend. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Go next weekend. Ask for Tariq. This thank, guy thank doesn't really later. need the money though. He doesn't need the extra customers. I don't think he gets extra money from it. I mean, he's, just, he's just such a good at having a chat. Yeah. I think he does it for I'm, the I'm not, I'm not. I'm not doing it for the money. Right? I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing, doing it for it. the chat. Yeah, I'm doing it for the chat. Yeah, honestly, yeah, he's absolutely, uh, yeah, like right up there with some of the best chats I've ever had with a barber. Carlos, what, would, what have you got any that stand out? It's quite a special moment when you go and sit down in a barber's chair because you're quite nervous, but then, then you kind of fall in love if they're good. No, it's so true. I had a... Um, really good barber experience recently but it's all it's gone sour oh has it because of my dad <laughs> so basically um, <laughs> I like where this is going I was in Hackney by chance one day and I just thought you know what it's time for a trim mm. um, and I was walking around for ages and I saw this place that I quite liked and I saw this guy he had like a big Morocco flag up on his um, over his barbering station but yeah. he's like a white guy with long hair um, pretty like looked pretty cool and how then, white like white white yeah or like, like white but could be when you yeah when you look at him a bit closer he's like olive skinned yeah but um anyway he's a pretty interesting guy blah, 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 blah. captured me he was like yeah man come back tomorrow i'm, I'm all booked up um etc and so i'm going on friday to meet him and have my trim i get there at six and i was like to annie i'll meet you at seven yeah so i thought that'd be cool i was like, i'd meet her in north london i was already in hackney i thought it'd be pretty cool yeah um, so I get there at six and he's cutting someone's hair and uh, long story short I met Annie three and a half hours late 
And you never do that as well. I've never seen. I've you're always usually pretty. You're always usually pretty proud character. Guy. Yeah. I've never disappointed someone so dear to me so much in my life. <laughs> she was absolutely furious, like, and fair enough. But um, did yeah. you put a lot of effort into your hair, though? So anyway, was it worth it? The trim, like, when he first did it, because he combed my hair out, it looked like a big sponge. Yeah. Like I got, I got there, and Annie goes, three and a half hours, and you look like a youth worker. <laughs> She was like, if the trim was nicer, maybe I would be a little bit sympathetic, but it looks so bad. But then anyway, next day I washed it. Turns out it's the best trim I've ever had. Yeah. So anyway. Decided to not have one since. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he, the guy who cut my hair, I bonded with him so much. He's got a little son. He was chatting to me about that. Like literally the safest guy, which mm. half the reason we, I was so late is because we were just chatting so much. Um, and I thought, like, yes, I found my barber in London. Because yeah. it had been a bit of a search before yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he so genuinely was like, look, even if you don't like it, come back any day um, in the next few weeks and I'll touch it up for free. Mm. Um, Jeez. And then because he didn't take that much off because he was like, I think you should grow your hair, blah, 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 blah. He didn't even charge me full price. Like, literally, he's a legendary guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Remember his name? Yeah, yeah. Huss. I'll Huss. shout him out. Huss. There you go. Yeah. Um, so then anyway, I get home, my dad's like, oh yeah, Carlos, your hair's looking well nice, blah, 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 He's like, where'd you get it done? I was like, oh, up in Hackney, like trying to keep it quiet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, he, keep it he's just like, your no, thing. man. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going on for like the next couple of days. Like, yeah, where'd you get this? Oh, he's like, what? He's trained by Tony and Guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's a proper professional. And then he goes in. Did and you go then, in with him? No, no, no. So a couple of weeks later, my dad's gone in to visit him and get a trim. Yeah. Comes back. And he's just like furious. His hair's too short, apparently. At, like it's literally a perfectly fine haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my dad doesn't like it. Yeah. And he's walking around the house. He's like, yeah, this flipping idiot. He's he's taking too much off. Oh yeah. He's, oh, your guy, man. He's oh, he's such an idiot, man. He's so all over the place. Blah 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 blah. He's like, yeah. Look what he's done to my hair. Look what he's done. This was about two and a half months ago. He still comes downstairs sometimes. Says. Look how out of shape it is because of your, your, your barber. He's still looking around with that night tick in the back. <laughs> so honestly, two weeks ago, this is a good two months after he's got this trim. He was like, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go back to Huss. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, why? He goes, well, I'm going to have to tell him to sort it out. And I was like, are you going to pay him? He was like, no. I was like, dad, I found the nicest barber who's done the best trim on my hair and you've blown up the spot for me. You've ruined everything. So now I'm basically oh. feeling too awkward about it to go back because when are we going to get your dad so on did the he podcast? Go back? No, but I, I, I said you can't go back. You've just ruined it for me. Mm. But now I'm feeling too awkward to go back and him be like, "Yeah, man, I fucked up your dad's hair." So yeah, I don't know. You get out of that one actually. So it's I feel the dilemmas section. Though. It's a very big. Di- I think from now on, just don't recommend your barber. Keep it between you. Yeah, it's true actually. I think me and my dad ask for very different things when we go to the barbers. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when are we going to get you done on the podcast, Carlos? I think that's an impossible task. I think that would be absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> it's such a hard task. <laughs> so sorry to uh, go back to Gasworks chat. Yeah, go on. Um, but one of the recent episodes, and actually one of the best episodes, had Marcus Nasty on it. Mm. I don't know if you guys watched it. I have indeed. Yeah, um, I've seen it. But he's someone who does a uh, weekly Wednesday night show on Rinse FM, which is where I've, I've recently like started working. Um, and 
obviously Marcus Nasty being Marcus Nasty, do you know like what his background is? Like what, what it wrote? Yeah, a bit of this, bit of that, yeah. Yeah, so like Nasty Crew, he like formed Nasty Crew. It's like an original like um, like grime, yeah, like crew in London Collective. or whatever. They like brought through people like DWE, FTSE, Kano. So Mad. like big, big deal. Um, and so obviously with that, you'd expect a man like, Marcus Nasty to have a bit of a certain air about him mm. and certainly something I found through working at Rinse FM is that like a lot of the people who come in like famous people like they literally just like look through you yeah. but he is a proper nice guy Marcus my Shout boy Marcus. my yeah. guy in fact get him on the pod <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah I uh, just like, do you know what he got? Got like the pizzas in the other day. No way. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing these lovely salmon shorts. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Just like proper, you know, like interested in like what you've got to say for yourself. Just like yeah. inquisitive. But yeah, like nice guy. But anyway, I was chatting to him about his gasworks episode, and he was like, yeah, yeah. Like before that, I mean, his reputation is like a bit of a nutter. Just going around like, like weighing people in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like beef with a lot of people. Yeah. And he is kind of like. I don't know. You kind of might get that vibe from me. He's like pretty intimidating guy to just like look at. Yeah, you can like, be a bit make eye, con- eye, eye contact with, but he's really like not like that. Mm. Um, and yeah, he was saying like literally the moment after his ga- Gasworks episode got released, like he got caught like called up by like a million and one promoters, being like, yeah, like come and like play it, play here, play there, and it like re- did really, really, really good things for his reputation. Wow. Um, but yeah, I think he's like kind of turned the corner. Or we'd like to think so anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. That was that was my uh, little kind of interaction with Marcus Nasty. It was a good one, actually. How has the whole rinse experience been, though? Because as you can see, starting out in this little secret location we've got, people are starting to move up in the world. Yeah. And you, you made it to rinse, so what's that been saying? Yeah. Um, so it's been good, for sure. It's been a really good experience. Obviously, like... I think a lot, a lot of for a lot of people, the perception of Rinse is that it's like a rap station, like a grime station, mm. um, and it's been interesting to like kind of see from the inside, like how that is really like not the case. But I, I mean, they've got a lot to do with, in terms of like kind of like changing that, changing that perception. But they get like they got like big, big DJs coming into that, doing um, regular shows on that station, like people who be who be like headline headlining. Um, Festivals like that I'm interested in, for example, like Josie Rebel, like got big people like Horsemeat Disco, blah blah blah. All these guys. I've never worked somewhere where like the average age is like so young. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you in comparison? Probably like I'm probably just just below average. Really? Just below average. Yeah. Fair play. Um, but yeah, no, obviously rate that rate that they kind of trust people so young to, to run something which has got such a big reputation it's well famous it is very like, famous the rinse float very carnival famous. will be like the most rammed float i think working at rinse has made me get over being starstruck i'm now really? over being starstruck yeah because i come good. face to i'm face to face with so many people who like are literally very famous i've i've become completely accustomed to it mm. we had a little collab with uh corrupt fm as well yeah so i imagine that I think that 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 was actually a point. That was the very point where I was like, Do you know what? Like, I'm 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 sat here in the studio with Corrupt Affair and I'm not. I don't feel kind of like scared to like go up to them and like yeah, yeah, chat yeah. to them. Um. So yeah, but that was that was like 
that was probably a highlight. Yeah, that's, yeah. that was. I good. was sat in the studio for that, and if it is, yeah, it's on their SoundCloud. So go and listen to the Crops FM, um, three hour, I think two three hour show, Rinse FM SoundCloud. Um, honestly, I was sat in the studio for that, and me and this girl who was like with them, we were honestly, I was on the verge of crying with laughter because it was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. Like them, they were literally just they had a couple of guys DJing, and um, they were just like reading out all these shout outs, and I've just. <sighs> They don't have to try. Yeah, they, they don't, don't have to try. Yeah, That's so just them. They're so good. The way they just kind of like switched into um, their personas was just incredible. They are They are something else. It's got to be said. Carlos, you flirted the idea um, with uh, this could be the end of Carlos's unemployment diaries. Should I be reading too much into... Am I reading too much into this? Or has something drastically, drastically drastically changed in your life drastically times three yeah um it's not that drastic changed (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i've got a job starting monday so unemployment diaries are over where are you working well no Uh, no no no, why not (laughs) because you've passed over the 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 baton it was short it was short-lived i'm so sorry yeah that's the double unemployment diaries but yeah joe you're holding down the fort now yeah uh but yeah i'm gonna be working in university of east london Doing a bit of like admission stuff, but you know it's just a little part time. Do you get thing. that? Uh, no, he didn't actually. Really? One day I just walked into University of East London after mm. work, um, and went to their like temping agency bit, and then just gave my CV, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll get back to you," and it worked like that. Hmm, fair play. Well, first of all, little round of applause for getting out of the unemployment diaries. Can I also add one thing in yeah. terms of my leveling up? So I've been given a date for surgery. Yeah. On my shoulder. So in about a year's time, <laughs> in about a year's time, you might catch me in the cage. You know, like I might be making my UFC career, yeah. get cracking again. You reckon you could do UFC? Oh, I'd be amazing at it. Really? Yeah. What makes you think that? I'm quite light for my height. Um, yeah. That, if, if that's all you, if that's all you've got, then it's not going to go too well. <laughs> Basically, my main advantage is for five foot eleven, I'm very light. So that means that I'm usually... I don't be... think you're that light, you know. Well, not anymore. I am 12 stone now. Exactly. But if I was training, I'd be down at like 10.8 or something. <laughs> 10.8 stone. So you, I'd be fighting someone who's like 5'8". You know what I mean? And yeah. I'd, I could just keep them away with the reach. Hopefully they won't get me down in the ground and pound and that. <laughs> <laughs> have, you yeah, had, have you ever had a bit of a rumble? <sighs> have you ever been into a UFC ring? No. I have actually, yeah. I used to train at a gym at in Trojans. Trojan, Hiver Green, yeah. Yeah. Shout out Bouncer. Shout out Bouncer. Shout out Uncle Mike. Shout out all the all the whole squad. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like this is coming to an end. However, I've just remembered something that happened at Rinse, which might lead on. Actually, and this isn't coming to an end because I'm going to read out a really really right. heartwarming review that we got. All right. Did you write it? Nah, swear to God, I'll show you. I'll even give a I'll give a shout out. Have you got any your beer in there? Uh, no, nah, it's all gone. Oh, um, man, a lager. Oh, yeah, but yesterday, so yesterday on the drive show, four to seven, um, yeah. they had, the guest was someone from Backchat. Oh, who was it? Which I know you're yeah, into. I'm, I'm, yeah, I've, I've actually been asked to go on Backchat Series 4, but I turned it down. <laughs> yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, Backchat London is a YouTube like channel which yeah. like I don't know Lewis you do it basically Backchat London is a YouTube channel Joey's correct in saying that uh, and it prided itself on being like open 
open and very forthright debates and arguments on like classic topical issues uh but like kind of youthful topical issues like something like for example uh should you ever have a say over what your uh what your partner wears or should you have a say over the events that your partner goes to anything like, like that kind of like standard like playground chat but it's um, like it's like 10 people sat in a room yeah it's a row of like boys and then a row of girls arguing with each other back and forth it's, i mean i'm not gonna it's it's unbelievable entertainment but it's yeah it's not exactly gonna you know intellectually stimulate you but it is good but yeah, Joe, keep yeah, going. Yeah, so anyway, on yesterday's drive show was B-Money. B-Money's... We rate him. He's, he's a bit of a voice of reason on back chat, I'm not going to lie. Well, I mean, he was anything but yesterday. <laughs> Basically, what about... So... Joe's just, Joe's just putting out some notes, listeners, so we're about to hear something special. Um. So I just found that, like, he was far too confident. I found mm. him kind of, like, horribly confident to the point that it was, like... I don't know. He kind of turned into a bit of a dickhead, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Is this he a was... massive hit out of B Money. Yeah, yeah. You can I'll, say that. I'll back it because I watched five minutes of Backchat London once. Yeah. I wanted to smash my head into a wall. <laughs> Genuinely, man. That was it's just it's a painful. Yeah. Thing, he, he kind of took um like speaking your own mind to like a whole new level. Was he was he on it in like a in like a rapping? No, sense? no, no. They were. He, does, um, he makes music. As they well. were just like discussing like everything that you'd expect. To, to, oh, is it like a chat show? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, chat. Right, okay, um, yeah. Chatting about things like Love Island. Yeah. And he said like the most telling thing. What kind of thing, mugs would do that? <laughs> he, said, he said the most telling thing. Yeah. Um, the the presenter was like, uh, yeah, like, would you go on Love Island? And he was like, he said, oh, man. he was like, no, no, like, obviously like, I'm too old for that. I'm too old for that, which is like the prime answer of someone who obviously thinks they would smash Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, too yeah, embarrassed yeah. to let people yeah, yeah, know. Yeah. And he's also not that old, by the way. Yeah, well, he's, I think he's about 27, 28. Yeah. What he's really saying is, yeah, if you'd asked me a couple of years ago, yeah. I would have killed it. Yeah. Yeah, and so the presenter was asking him about the different people on Backchat. I think there's like 10 or 12. Yeah. And he was just like um, saying, just like really openly, oh, yeah, like me and this guy, like we don't get on. Like, we just like, yeah, don't get on. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, oh, man. <sighs> Some nerve, boy. <laughs> got some nerve. Obviously, it's probably like an established thing. And again, like, he's obviously got to keep up this persona. But I was just, yeah, taken aback by... I don't know what's going on with now. I know they started, they tried to do like a foreign villa version, but then they it was going to like charge you to watch it. So I think it might have flopped. No. Yeah, they've got... Um, oh, that kind of works with what I, what I witnessed yesterday on the YouTube channel because they've had like some trailers for the next season, but it was like four months ago. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, like and they were, like, it looked like they were sat like by a pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They started like this whole new thing where it's going to bring in the same people that were in it, uh, then add a few new people and basically try and do like Love Island, but it's not about hooking up. It's just about like, I don't know, that's like being like watched 24 7 and then arguing about stuff. But yeah. they tried to charge like They, they, they argue about things like, like, should you let the man buy food? Or yeah, yeah, but should, yeah, yeah, should you yeah, let yeah, the man yeah. buy your buy your meal and your drinks? Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, nah. <laughs> I mean, we've heard that so many times. Like, let's just leave it. Yeah, let's just squash it. Yeah. Um, something we haven't heard so many times is Flix Radio. I think we need to take a moment out of our day to congratulate ourselves because <laughs> I've been sent one of the most heartwarming reviews that that I've ever one of the one of the most beautiful pieces of literature I've ever read. So. This is from uh, Sahan. I, I actually hope you'll listen to this. Um, massive shout out. You're an absolute fucking hero. I love Who's, you a lot. Who is it? 
Sahan, who's from, he lives in Baltimore. I worked with him when I uh, was in a refugee camp in Greece once. Come on. Um, he said this. Uh, we've been we're chatting back and forth because he sends me music. Um, he sends me like music recommendations that I wouldn't have heard of, like from like underground, like Baltimore people, and I send him stuff from London. Uh, although he knows a hell of a lot. He knows about as much about London stuff as I do, to be fair. And he said, also, I'll be managing to give you uh, give you my review of Flix Radio. So here it is. Is this a movie review podcast? Is this a pop culture podcast? Is it just a bunch of lads reminiscing over their weekends and previous nights out, trying to make sense of the things we call life? The answer is yes. Flix Radio is a treat. Something that lets you get away from the day-to-day worries of life and remind you that in the end, it's all about experiencing art and the world around you with those closest to you. <laughs> Wait for it. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Oh, wow. Sensei. And it's, it's, it is that that makes this game all worth it. And do you know what? What? I know that you didn't write that because you're not that articulate. <laughs> right, I'm going to go and weigh in, Joe. See you later. <laughs>